But I'm not a great public speaker. I'm behind the camera for a reason. Well, I do always get nervous about this. But you don't understand here in America, the British accent alone elevates you to <laughs> it's something going back to our colonial there. And now in Omaha, even more. I'll well, try we, and be extra posh then. Yes, exactly. We're instantly like rap captured and <laughs> compelled by that. You've got nothing to worry about. Oh, good. story and what life after is and why you chose the never-ending story thank you first of all for having me I really yes. appreciate it uh, I am the founder of the life after series it found me I had just to surmise my career in a few minutes yes yeah, sum you... up your whole life story in two minutes <laughs> and then we'll talk about Omaha I did a master's in or BA in television production at university in Australia Oh, wow. And it was during that time I really fell in love with documentaries. I went and did a documentary short on a Tibetan children's village in northern India wow. just to try and do something different. And it was after that, wearing many hats, that I learned a lot and realized that I loved documentaries. And so I had worked in television for a few years producing travel adventure shows, and then I really thought I wanted to get back into documentaries. And a friend of mine worked with Sam Jones, who's Flash Gordon, yeah. on at a UK celebrity TV show called The Jump where celebrities do Olympic ski jumps which is a ridiculous concept but they think it was a good idea and he hurt his shoulder and so I love British TV <laughs> I and I, I worked for Mike Gamson too oh, so that you? was we would talk about that after a legendary British producer oh but it's crazy shows but he yes. they got to know each other when he was in hospital because oh, uh, wow. he hurt his shoulder on the jump and then I had been working with her and she said she was working with Flash Gordon and I found God out I was a huge fan of Flash Gordon growing up and I just started talking about, I wonder what he's done. I knew about Ted. And then she said, we should do a documentary. And I said, oh, it should be called Life After. And then it just went from there. And I Skyped him and ended up in Texas and started filming. And then we just thought it would make a really great series because I'm like, born in 82. I love 80s films. I love yeah. nostalgia. And it just grew from there. And I started writing a list of films that I really wanted to, to do. And of course, Never Ending Story. An 82 Girl, it's an iconic <laughs> film, and right. I just, I really loved the idea of celebrating this amazing film that was wonderful and traumatic all at the same time. And so people understand life after you essentially document the lives of the main characters and the film and all sorts of, I mean, how many interviews did you do for Never Ending Story? Yeah. Tons, it seemed yeah. to me. So, so it's a mix of celebrating the legacy, looking at the behind the scenes making of the film, talking to cast crew, and then also exploring a biographical element of the main star or stars of it. For Never Ending Story, we did, I mean, must have been over 30 interviews. I mean, talking to as many people as we could. Obviously, a film is 40 years old now. It's, right. You know, you try and get as many people who, in a nice way to say it, who are left right. for the film. Yeah. But amazing time. We obviously hung out with Noah Hathaway and Tammy Stronach, who were the Atreyu and Childlike Empress. Lamal, we filmed a lot in Germany, back at Bavaria Studios. Klaus Doldinger, who did the score. Alderico, who did the conceptual art. Renato Cassaro. Alan Oppenheimer in LA, who is famously the voice of Skeletor yes. as well. So it was just, it was really amazing to meet these people who created this film that is so iconic and so special to you. And I was telling you before, you had reached out to me, appreciate the kind words and wanted to come on. And I, what resonated with my personal experience is I worked on the show Biography for A&E. I did two original episodes, Barbie, The Doll, 
and Mickey Rooney. And so I know a little bit of that world of the stories you're trying to tell and how difficult it can be. And yeah, you have to have the personal passion to put in the time to do that. How long is your life after the never-ending story film? What's it, runtime? It's nine. They're all about ninety minutes. All ninety 90, minutes. Ninety-two, so, ninety-three, yeah, something so, like I mean, that. So I mean, you're given a full-fledged ninety-minute update on with, like as you said, a bunch of people. How long did that take you to produce from start to from like the germ of the idea to finish? They're cut? all a few years. So, yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, would, the pandemic halted us for a couple of years, but occasionally when it opened up, I would do some European trips and UK interviews. But, but I first met Noah end of 2019, and then we started, Lamar was the first interview January 2020, then we did some filming until March, and then everything shut down, and so I would have loved to have had this out a couple of years ago, but it worked out well with the timing of the 40th anniversary of the film, and Tammy, the Childlike Empress, has her new film coming out this year called Man and Witch, so it's really working out that everything's happening at once. But Flash took five years, Navigator took four years. Wow. So is this the third one? This is the, the third. third. And yep. so Flash, Gordon. Yeah, Flight and Navigator and The NeverEnding Story. And we're yeah. halfway through Goodfellas and we've started. Oh, really? Yep. I'm wow. so excited. Wow. Um, just had another call with Kid Henry, Christopher Cerrone this morning to wow. talk about getting out to see him again. Nice. And then Good. Greece will be the next one after that. Wow. So, yeah. so Goodfellas will take several years. Uh, Actually, that, I'm or... hoping to get it out next year for the anniversary, oh, the, the 35th yeah. anniversary. And then after those two, we're going back to some really iconic 80s movies, which I can't say about, but I'm okay. so excited. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, interesting. And yeah, your remaining remarkable composure and stiff British upper lip that we've heard about because I'm conducting this interview while drinking a ridiculous boba tea <laughs> from a giant light bulb. <laughs> I've never seen a drink in a light bulb and it's so good. Yes, it's quite tasty. I got the Thai tea. We're at Jones Brothers Cupcakes, but... That's why I love America so much. Yes, I was going to say. So I also thought it might be a fun angle. I'm assuming you've never been to Omaha before. I've never been to Nebraska. Yeah. Arrived I... yesterday. We went to Chicago for two days, but never Nebraska, and I was really excited about coming. Yeah, I thought it might be interesting to get a outsider's perspective, especially a sharp documentarian as you are, on what did you first think? What, I don't know if you submit or if someone reaches out, or if, how do you even get in the festival I guess we'll start there but then take us through you know what you knew before if anything it's okay if you didn't know anything <laughs> and what you thought when you got here I knew do you have covered wagons in Nebraska <laughs> Is that, I, we did yes so pioneers <laughs> so many knew. not anymore we've got cars there's a Tesla there's a Tesla right over there I'm looking at it but so I, but, but I, we used to yes I knew you were we have um, giant light bulbs full of boba tea that's what we wonderful. have here I knew you were a state famous I mean I could be wrong but I believe you were a state famous for steak and for corn they were the two things that I knew I just love I love America I love traveling to every I want to go to every state ultimately yeah. the Omaha Film Festival I found through Film Freeway and having been to a few festivals with the Flash documentary I knew that my prerequisites really were festivals that have been going for a certain number of years festivals that had good reputation yeah because it's a lot of time and money to come out to the festivals as well and you do want to go because you want to support the film and also experience film festivals because yeah. they're so invaluable as an independent 
and filmmaker. Yeah, I um, met a lot of people last night that was more than I was expecting at the first thing. And it's just a way, you put so much time and effort into these films, it's a way to feel like you're celebrating them and you're celebrating other people's hard work as well. So I saw all the kind of tick the boxes that the Omaha Film Festival had and also I like to pick festivals in places that I want to go. So okay. I was like, I would love to go to Nebraska. I've never been to Nebraska before. Yeah. My husband loves steaks. Where are you based out of? Like- we're the south coast of the UK. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we work from home a lot. We used to live in London, so now we're just an hour away, which okay. for us is quite a distance, but I think in America an hour drive is yeah, that's like nothing. just picking up milk. <laughs> yes, right. But- I'm an hour away from here <laughs> to my house, but yeah. Yeah. So you liked it, you submitted, and so I liked you it. get I was, accepted. I was so excited when we got accepted. I yeah. got a lovely message from Joe, who Facebooked me to say that he loved the film, which again, from film festivals, to feel special is quite rare as a filmmaker. You can get festivals that make you feel almost like it's a hindrance to be there. And yeah. They don't really answer emails probably. And I loved the film festival, just the team at Omaha. Like. As soon as we got accepted, we got an email saying how excited they were for us to visit. And I was like, that's really nice because we're excited to visit as well. And yes. they've been super great with communication and helping us with the travel arrangements in the hotel. And they just, you knew that they were going to be on top of it when you got here, which is what made me even more want to come out in person because it is a long way. So the plane lands at Epley and you get out and... I was like, wow, it's so flat. (laughs) (laughs) And not the apartment, which is what what you guys call it. But I've seen pictures of downtown and we went into downtown last night to the boiler room. Shout out to the boiler room. It was one of the greatest meals I've ever had. Omaha is a great restaurant city. It really is. That is one thing we do very well, I'd say. And happy anniversary. That was uh, uh, told me before, but cool that you could spend it here in town and I didn't ex- I knew that it was going to be cold <laughs> but I didn't expect it to be so cold and I don't know Bone what your Fahrenheit my sister currently is in the Arctic Circle in Lapland doing dog sledding and really and there's uh, your documentary Omaha, Lisa Omaha last night was six times colder than my sister in the Arctic Circle it felt 30 <laughs> below I knew it was going to be cold but walking into the theater I was like this better be good yeah <laughs> <laughs> exactly, but it's good for cinema because why? Like, yeah, of course so you want to stay in. I, was, a... I didn't want to leave. So I'm <laughs> yeah, like, can you get out of here? But but we've got a lot planned on Friday. We're going to go down, and we hear the zoo is very famous. Yes, so we're going to yes. go to the zoo, and is it Durham Museum? Is that yep. how you say it? Yep. So I'm excited to go there, and I think you have a haunted museum, like a museum of shadows. Yeah. And, and then Beercade. Oh yeah. Which we love. <laughs> yes. <laughs> which still is the retro vibe. So we have. Yeah. Well, I mean, you've got the whole. I don't have to even <laughs> tell you anything. You're telling me stuff. So that's. <laughs> Plan. And we're really excited. We love dive bars. We just went to the tap house and yeah. we collect growlers from everywhere we go. Yeah. So we just got one from there and, and now too. I have to get a light bulb as well. <laughs> I'll give that to you as but a I just, one gift of the, from Omaha. One of the things that I really, I know we've only been here since yesterday, but the people are just so friendly and all the Uber drivers are so chatty and so wonderful and giving yes. us directions and giving us tips on where to eat and it's just a very welcoming state. Yeah, I agree. And yeah, the, I, I mean, you guys don't get as cold. What's the coldest that it gets over? Does it go? Not, not this. You know, <laughs> so I'm I think to your winds here are so icy. Yes. That's yeah. what gets you. It's right. It's like burning your skin icy. But yes. I hear it's it, supposed to get better. So. It hurt the soul. That's <laughs> how cold it was. And I'm sure 50 people already told you the day before it was like 70. They so did, you missed it, that, which that's weird for February here. But I hear it's going to get better, but it's fine. And I, I don't mind the cold when you're in a new place and it's really exciting to visit. Yeah. So you've got a lot of interesting things in your world. Were you always, as a kid, 
geared towards getting into performing arts, television? That yeah, I think it's really interesting whenever I talk to people who are in the film or TV industry. It's an industry where most people, because you have to put so much work and passion into it, it's in you from a kid. I've never really met anyone who said, oh, I became a filmmaker at 30, I just fell into yeah. it. It's, I had a camera when I was eight and I was watching this right. and I was inspired by this. So Spielberg was at the Boy Scout exactly. troops making cowboys and Indians e films. Exactly. Yeah. So I grew up, I didn't realize that people made films when I was little. I just wanted to be a Goonie or go in a <laughs> labyrinth or have these adventures. So I just thought I'll be an actor because that's how I'm going to be in a film. So I yeah. was obsessed. I had my Oscar dress designed when I was like five. It was based on The Little Mermaid. Mermaid and so I That's knew that great. I wanted to do it somehow and then it was at university when my mum said have a backup career if you want to be an actor I said I may as well do a course where I can learn how to make it they didn't have a film course in Australia at the time this was the best hands-on course that they had out in the country with kangaroos and I just realized I was terrible at acting and loved making things and directing yeah. things so that's where the shift happened. You got American TV in both UK and Australia, right? Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. So your American shows were our shows that I watched when I was homesick that my mum would watch between 12 p.m. and 3 p.m. Like daytime programming. Exactly. How many other festivals have you done with these? Life After the Neverending Story, we limited, for Flash we did a whole year of festivals wow. and did, had some really great experiences like Fantastic Fest and Sidges and Edinburgh Film Festival yeah. and Beyond Fest in LA. Oh wow. Uh, but Neverending Story, we really wanted to just capitalize on the timing of everything that was happening so we haven't really done too many yeah this is our fourth festival and we won best documentary at two of the other ones Congrats. so thank you yeah. so um so it's been some, a what's it like when you're going in to screen your film at a festival is it nerve-wracking always nerve-wracking nerve because yeah. also you don't know you're nervous about how many people are going to show up and what their reaction is going to be and i've been to festivals where we've had six people in the audience and oh, then i've been yeah. to festivals where it's been packed yeah, and it's, you know, I'd so like you, the con 45-minute standing ovation yeah, at the end. That exactly, would be nice. Exactly. But it's just you never know what to expect. And, and we were just in Boston, actually, and it wasn't a huge screen but the reaction of the people was brilliant and people were laughing and cheering and like when Alan Oppenheimer comes on and does a skeletal voice everyone went nuts <laughs> you can so I've learned to not judge right. how good the screening's going to be based on the number of people and yeah. it's, when you get a really electric audience that's the best thing what's the strangest thing that anyone's ever asked or has, has anyone had a reaction at a festival to any of these that's blown your mind or changed your perspective on your film or I found outright odd. It's really nice when you hear people say how much that they've enjoyed the documentary because of how much the original film meant to them. How Sam's story, how Joey's story in particular inspired them or like we had people say that watching Life After Flash inspired them to connect with their dad again after 20 years. Oh, and wow. So it's those really amazing stories where you yeah. feel like you're actually making an impact on people's lives beyond just entertaining them, hopefully, for 90 minutes. Yeah. Uh, that's really special. Did you ever consider it as more of a series run? Was it always said as a film you wanted, the Life After series? Did you ever think of that in like half hour TV type or you knew it was a film that when, you wanted to do? Yeah, it, it's always hard because it's that question of do you want to make it as commercial as possible or do you right. want to make it how you want to make it because you're putting in all your time and your effort and when we were yeah. trying to sell Flash we had a lot of people say if you make it a 60 minute we can try and get it on television right. but I really was just against I was like what are you going to cut out like yeah, I had enough trouble right. getting it to 90 minutes I don't yeah. want it just to be a making of 
and that's what people were trying to push. And you so kill I really, your darlings in the script, well, the it, outline phase, not in the final cut exactly. phase. Exactly. And it just me in my heart, I was like, this is what I want to make. If you want to buy it, great. If you don't, I'll build an audience myself and sell it direct to them. And and I stuck to my guns, but I just I feel like it was the right thing to do. And I I didn't want to make it into something just for someone else that I and I wouldn't be happy with the final product. Yeah, I admire that. Good for you. Thank you. Your sister doing the dog sled. Have you filmed <laughs> this? Why where's the documentary, Lisa? <laughs> we want to see it. There it is. She's only there for a few days. It's her, oh. it's her boyfriend's 40th. And they went to Antarctica. Or the Arctic Circle. It's the Arctic yes. Circle. So, so I, I think they went to the Swedish Lapland. Yes, because they went to the ice hotels. It's a very beautiful part of the world to see the northern lights and very right. cold. Yeah, yeah, we know that. We, yeah. we, we got the cold without the northern lights. So yeah. that's, but uh, the ice hotel is spectacular because it changes every year. So it melts and they rebuild it from ice. And it, you can stay in it and it's just completely different every year. And it's really a, quite a feat. So as far as life after the never-ending story, what's the rest of the... Is there another festival, or is this... Is you working on Goodfellas and things, or what's the future for that? This is our last festival, because I just want to really get this out and be seen. So it'll be out in April, and we'll be doing a crowdfund next month for Goodfellas to help with that. So it's all a journey, and lots of filming in New York and L.A. for that. And hopefully, yeah, out next year. Cool. So tell people where they can follow you or find out more or can contribute to the being crowdfunding or give us the full plug. Thank you. Lifeaftermovies.com is the website. You can buy the region-free Blu-rays on there. It ships worldwide. They come with collector patches too if you want. There you go. Yay. Yeah. Hashtag physical media. I love it. <laughs> and then socials are just Life After Movies. And then if you sign up for the newsletter on the website, then you can hear all about the crowdfund that will come out through yeah. Kickstarter. Check that out. Lisa Downs, any final parting thoughts to our Omaha friends and listeners from overseas? <laughs> I just tried your Detroit-style pizza, which <laughs> I had never heard of before, and it blew me away. Yeah. So I, that has been a highlight of Omaha so far. Yeah, it's good. That's been the last couple of years, and I haven't even tried the one over there. But That's I, the I, one where I tried. Yeah, uh, yeah the, the I like it. We, we'll do a co-production with Detroit, with the city <laughs> of Detroit and Omaha on that. So that's part of our cultural exchange. We do have a couple of British fish and chips places if you can believe it that I've heard are pretty good I so had, if you're feeling at the boiler room I had the fish and chips oh did and you it just I, and, I literally woke up at 3 a.m. thinking about it it was wow, so good that yeah. is of high praise yeah did you have any hesitation going that's the national thing so I hear but yeah, you had no curry. you didn't we're gonna have the steak or the t-bone steak or a classic Omaha <laughs> meal I don't eat steak so. that's, that's well a although I did try some of Ash's just because it was the Wagyu ribeye and it was just incredible. I was like, why don't I eat steak? But (laughs) no, the fish and chips, it just sounded delicious. So I thought I'll just try it and see how it compares. And it was definitely much better than English fish and chippies. All right then, cheerio. (laughs) Cheerio, governor. I'm trying to think of other... You lost. Yes. Life after. Let's talk in 20 years. A life after, life after. I want to do a documentary on your documentary (laughs) series when you've accepted Oscars. BAFTAs. Oh, yes. Well, have you done any? I haven't been to the BAFTAs, but I organized a Flash Gordon reunion at where BAFTA are held. So that was a really. We did a black tie reunion night of the screening of the film, and the cast were there, and it was really special. Awesome. Amazing building. Cool. Thank you so much for coming on Omopod. Really glad to hear you've enjoyed your time in the city. Life after the never-ending story. Producer, director, founder, Lisa Downs. Thank you for coming on. Appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. All right.